Everybody, uh, welcome to Story Hole, where you can trade into Kevin, and uh, <laughs> and you'll get some something nice—a candy under your pillow. Hi, I'm Joey. I'm Roger, uh, and I'm going to be leading this week. So I want to I want to set the mood, set the tone here. Ooh. So anyone else out there is listening probably doesn't know this, but Roger, you know that. Gosh, when I was 24, I had a reoccurring nightmare daymare situation where I would see this like looming dark figure in the corner of my room. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and I kept seeing this weird, scary ghost man. And the whole culmination of this was it got to the point where I would see him and it would be, you know, maybe I was half awake, half half sleeping. At this point, I convinced myself that it's it's nothing. It was probably just like sleep paralysis or me being silly. It was it was like a shadow figure, a shadow of some kind, yeah, right? But then he kept getting closer was what it was. Every time. I saw him. The first time I saw him, he was flying like as if like I was at that time I was like half asleep and he flew above my house. And then eventually I saw him in the corner of my room several times and I would look at it and be like, I don't want to deal with you right now. Uh, and that, <laughs> I, don't have time, I don't have time for this grim specter of death. That goes back to like my brother Sam and stuff. He used to tell me that whenever as old house, the girls would get scared. He would just, he'd have to be the one who was on ghost busting duty and he'd walk in there and be like, I don't want to deal with you right now. And so I started doing that too. I like that. Imagine being a ghost and you, you're like finally work up the, the spiritual power to materialize. Yeah. <laughs> and then the person is just like, man, I don't want to deal with this. Well, I mean, it he was scaring me. I mean, maybe it's not his fault that he looks like a Dementor, but I mean, he was <laughs> he was scary and he had red eyes. Yeah, that's true. I will say I, had, I did have a heroic moment. Can I brag? Yeah. Um, the very last time that I saw him, instead of looking at me, I saw him look at my uh, my dog Bluto at his at his cage. Uh, he had like a crate. He's a big dog. Mm-hmm. He's a Dalmatian. I was like, oh shit! Like, I, I don't care if you haunt me, but don't go after my dog. And I saw yeah. him like move towards him, and so I just I threw myself out of my bed in front of. I couldn't like it was like sleep paralysis. So I you couldn't, couldn't really couldn't move. Really yes, yeah, so I grabbed my. I had like my arm strength I just used my one arm and threw myself off my bed in front of the cage <laughs> and then that probably grossed out the ghost because you're like crawling yeah with one arm yeah, with <laughs> one arm you're like oh yeah. fuck <laughs> alright so anyway I know that seems silly I'm sure a lot of you are, are, are skeptical I'm skeptical to be fair but I wanted to, to put you in my headspace is that okay yeah I'm in there alright so close your eyes and imagine okay. that you're, you're like you're very drowsy and you're on the brink of sleep then like you're, you're it's so it's so late and you're so tired, Roger. Oh man! Um, oh my! Yeah. Oh, sorry. Before I do that, oh, we don't have Kevin this week. Yeah, we should we should address that. Where's Kevin? Where's um, our Kevin at? Um, look. Do you have bad news for me? Do you have yeah. something you have to tell me? Yeah, uh, he was a rental. <laughs> no, did didn't. you did you lease that Kevin? Ooh, I couldn't <laughs> afford it. I'm not, I'm not working right now. I'm on, I'm on breaks. So I don't have, a, I don't yeah. have an income. So that, I mean, I always kind of, I, I always suspected that because that was too nice of a Kevin for yeah. us to afford on our, on our salary. Yeah. So uh, this episode is going to be one person less. It's going to be one third shorter. Mm-hmm. I hope that's okay. Roger, if you wouldn't mind, if I could just borrow a few bucks and then I'll rent him again next week. Yeah, that's not a problem at all. All right. Thanks. And in the meantime, I'm going to try to, to be both parts. So. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, Ke- Hey, Kev. Hi. <laughs> oh, man, you sound great. You can sleep well? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I slept with uh, I slept with your mom. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Kevin wouldn't say that. <laughs> Kevin, I told you, she's she's married to my dad. Stop, stop <laughs> doing that. I'm, I'm going to take him back. I'm going to exchange him for a Devin. Yeah. 
<laughs> that Kevin, that Kevin is awful. All right, so so Roger and and fake Kevin, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna we're we're back in the space now. Okay, okay here we go. I'm back in there. All My right. eyes are closed. I'm sleepy. Eyes are closed. Man, you're so drowsy. You had a long hard day. You're a long day. Sleep. But yeah. then you hear someone or something. In that moment, you know that if you open your eyes, you you might see something that you wish you didn't see. Uh oh. Yeah. In that moment, you know whoever's in that room with you. It doesn't want you to know that you're th- that they're there, at least not yet. Okay. And in that moment, you feel a breathing on your neck and pressure under your pillow. Oh, and no. Even if your heart is pure, which I I presume it is, mostly. And even if you did your chores, there's something that's come for you. And it's oh, not no. going to leave until it takes part of your frail human body. Oh God. Okay. In this dark moment. I want you to tell me who you think that you would see if you opened your eyes. I'm going to give you some options. Okay. A pixie, a dragon, <laughs> a child with wings, a blue monochromatic mother figure, <laughs> a flying ballerina, two little old men, a pot-bellied cigar-smoking jeans-wearing man, <laughs> a mouse or a rat with or without wings, a bear, a squirrel, or a rabbit. Which of those things do you think you saw? I mean, I was, when you said the two elderly men, I thought I was sold. But then yeah. you followed it up with a pot-bellied cigar-smoking man in jeans. Okay. And there's no way I could turn that down. So I choose him. If you if you dig deep into your innermost spiritual crevices, is that the Mara that you conjure up that's on your chest? Yeah, he's just straddling <laughs> my chest. And at first, at first I'm shocked. But then my, my expression of shock turns to just a gentle smile all right and i'm glad he's on me okay so you don't have your eyes open yet though okay, oh, okay that's just, sorry yeah so, so you know so you know there's something there right uh-huh so so this figure this <laughs> this pot-bellied cigar smoking jeans wearing <laughs> man <laughs> are you turning into him he, yeah that's what i want i was trying to trying to get you in the space okay he's closer now he's practically drooling like over you i can smell his breath I can smell his, his jeans. <laughs> um, and, and he's thinking about which parts of you he wants to sever off and take with him. Oh, God. And he's drooling the drools dripping <laughs> into your mouth while it's open. I open my mouth, yeah. I slurp it up. Yeah. Yeah, you could, you could taste that Mountain Dew he drink at dinner. <laughs> I you pull could... out a straw and I put one end in my <laughs> mouth and one end in his mouth. <laughs> That's good. And you guys have a glowing contest. <laughs> All right, so, so, you, so you taste the Mountain Dew he had at dinner. You taste the Mountain Dew he had at lunch. Man, that's some real gamer fuel. This guy's a real gamer. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, you can tell by his general um, stature and that he feels. That's, that almost that sounds mean. I don't. Want to, <laughs> 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 I didn't mean that. I didn't mean no that. Shame, no shame. No shame. Yeah. No shame. No shame. Yeah, do what you want. Live your life. Uh, so, so he's he's gripping into your pillow and he's breathing at you, and then you hear <laughs> crumbling paper, hmm. and in that millisecond, he's gone. Do you know? Uh-oh. Do you know what you lost? And do you know what's under your pillow? Is it? Did he take? Did he take my toes? <laughs> did you sleep with your toes under your pillow? <laughs> oh, he took something out of my pillow. Yeah. So he was oh. leaning over your face. Remember, because he was drooling in your mouth. Oh. So, so uh, he. He's oh sh- I kept. I kept my gun under my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, he's there. You open your eyes, Roger, get out of there. What are you doing? Oh, I'm on my way. No time to call the cops. I'll get there in a second. Okay, uh, he took your teeth. He took my teeth? And he left you a dollar. Yeah. Well, actually, he left you $3.21. 
Dan- oh, is, is he a tooth fairy? He's a tooth fairy. <laughs> why is he? Why is he a pot belly man with jeans on? Some people believe that's what the tooth fairy looks like. Um, is that real? Yeah, that's true. Our modern days, like tooth fairy, Western culture tooth fairy, uh, it takes a bunch of different forms in America. Like I imagine you and I just know like what our parents told you, which is it's a little fairy or something. Yeah, right? it's a fairy. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lady who was like super interested in it. Her name's Rosemary Wells, and so she more or less like led this hunt in the 1970s all on her own. To figure out, like, what are these tooth fairy stats? I'm going to crunch some numbers and figure out what the modern day tooth fairy for both children and adults uh, is perceived to be. Huh. So, um, so she's still alive. She was actually she she was a tooth fairy consultant on the Oprah Winfrey show. Man, what a position! Why did that come up? Uh, I bet she was like the little card underneath. You know, like when it, when it pops up and it says, "Oh, I'm a psychologist." Hers just said tooth fairy consultant, which is adorable. Um, do you think she worked on the Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie Tooth Fairy? I hope so because yeah. that movie's delightful. Did you actually see it? Yeah, I watched huh. it. I watched it like three years ago on my own. It was one day. Is it good? I had a glass of wine. I was just hanging out. I was like, "This is just a delightful." Movie. Yeah, I mean, The Rock is a delight. He's he a treasure. Is. He actually yeah. is. So the, the the premise of the movie is he has a hawker player and he steals a dollar from his stepdaughter, and <laughs> um, and then the tooth fairy leaves him a note, a summons that says like, as punishment for that, you now have to be a tooth fairy for two weeks. Oh wow, it's really good. Like it's that. really fun. Yeah, and then because uh, he, since he's a hockey player, like. He has a, a, I don't know, like a nickname, like the tooth smasher or something, because he always knocks people's teeth out and that's the whole mm-hmm. thing. But he ends up bonding with his stepdaughter and it's delight. That's nice. For, for, this is for both, just like uh, Rosemary's things, for both children and adults, everybody enjoy. <laughs> okay. So let me give you some stats. Okay. Three fourths of everybody think that the tooth fairy is a female. Yeah, I did. The other fourth don't think that it's a male. They just don't know if it's a male or a female or if it's, it's just a, like a, a, a it's genderless. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so there's no men. Uh, 3% of children dislike the tooth fairy. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? It's kind of spooky, comes at night or she comes at night. Anything supernatural that comes in your room at night while you're sleeping. Yeah. But these kids actually, they, they said like, yeah, I don't, I will not do this to my kids. <laughs> Which I think it's funny. <laughs> but there's a whole like, I don't know, there's a whole thing about uh, false memory syndrome and like, you know, it can come cause from like, like PTSD situations, but it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it can have a similar uh, manifestation for children. And when they realize that uh, allegedly Santa, the Easter bunny or the tooth fairy aren't real, uh, whichever one they realize by association because of the commonalities of these like jolly gift giving creatures, uh, they realize the other ones are not real as well. And they believe it's because of these weird like memories they have like where they're like, Oh, uh, like, I, I swear I could have seen, I saw Santa, I swear, like I met the Easter bunny and then they realized that they didn't. And then it dissipates for all three of them, even though they have no relation. Huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah. The average price of a tooth is $3.21, but it fluctuates according to the market, according to Delta There's Dental. A tooth market, huh? Yeah. Well, Delta Dental did a study in 1988 where they, I think it was just for fun, you know, to oh, see how much. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the other statistic they gave out is like just shy of what well, must be like, I don't know, 300 million at this point. Um, uh, how much money the tooth fairy has been given out, which is fun. Dang. Um, yeah. So where's that money come from? And that's what I want to know. Um, they probably like, so money's made out of cotton and, and it's not paper, right? It's like cotton. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I don't know. They sew it together. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, part of this is that I wanted to talk about like the, the, the tooth fairy is different for everybody, but also like our Western culture tooth fairy is not necessarily the same as other cultures and other like 
you know, countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to track down the first iteration of the Tooth Fairy so I could figure out where the fairy came from. Um, and so it was debated for a long time. There's a bunch of different articles from like different points uh, in the 20th century that that it could have been. And so there was like a play that was written in 1927 by Esther Watkins Arnold that was kind of famous. I can't get a transcript of it or anything. I couldn't find it. And then there's also, uh, for at least for the Western culture, uh, the first note of the Tooth Fairy was in the Chicago Daily Tribune in an article <laughs> in 1908. It was written by Lillian Brown. And it was just a suggestion for mothers to leave five cents for their kids as an incentive for them to let their parents take out their loose teeth. Oh, that's fine. So it's like you talk to your kid and say, hey, I'm going to pull out your tooth and you can put it under the pillow and they'll give you a five cents and you can go buy something with it, a candy or whatever. So, tooth, so the tooth fairy is an American thing, huh? It's an American invention? It's not necessarily. Okay. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these come from like weird traditions from different places that kind of all seem to kind of come up at the same kind of time. Kind that mold? Yeah. So, so um, I, I don't know if I have an actual answer for who invented the tooth fairy, uh, but it seems like it's probably from these old um, Norse texts, but we'll get there. Okay. All right. So one of the things I wanted to do is just tell you about different places in the world and how they celebrate or how they how they perceive the tooth fairy. And I think mm-hmm. that'll lend itself to understanding where the tooth fairy came from. Okay. So so we'll just kind of pop around the, the globe. Do you have a country in mind by chance? Uh, yeah. I want to know about like Scandinavia. Give me like Norway or Sweden or okay. Denmark. So there's a there's a couple there's a couple different things for that. So uh, Denmark, Netherlands, Belgium all believe in what's called the Tanden fee. Uh, hmm. Which which actually will lend itself pretty well to all that the stuff we're going to talk about. That comes from a, a Dutch expression that that translates to "Don't sit with a mouthful of teeth." <laughs> but aside from that, that is just the standard fairy. So so let's just talk about the old like the old Viking tradition. So there's something called the Old Norse Edda. The Old Norse Edda is supposed to be like a, it's a it's a compilation of these two books. Uh, one of them's called the Poetic Edda. The other one's called the Prose Edda. And that's supposed to be kind of a nod to like a, I think it means grandmother. So it's like old grandma's tales. Oh, cool. In 13th century uh, Scandinavia, and so it's a both like Scaldic and Icelandic uh, uh, tradition, you you would bury the kid's tooth to spare them hardships for their next life. Whoa, for their next life, huh? Yeah, so I, I don't understand that exactly, because I think in that culture, isn't it supposed to be like you just like go to Valhalla or whatever? Yeah, I don't think there's necessarily reincarnation, but yeah. maybe in, in the afterlife. Yeah, that's probably what hardship. it is. Huh. Uh, so, but then what they would do is they would take the teeth and it, it's superstitious, rather superstitious understanding of what these teeth could do. And so it's like, well, we want to, we want to make sure that the, this, the, our children have a, a prosperous next life. But also in the meantime, these are tokens of great luck. So they would make uh. necklaces out of the teeth huh. and they would wear them into battle. They'd wear their kids' teeth into battle. Whoa, that's yeah. tough. I like that. Yeah. Which is pretty cool because in Lithuania, uh, the kids are told to throw their teeth behind the stove <laughs> and then the ki- the parents collect them and still make necklaces out of them. Huh. So that's that's still a real thing. So we're in Lithuania now. So okay. they believe in, uh, in the C-I-O-R, I don't know how to pronounce it. C-I-O-A-R-A. How do you sound that? I don't know. C-I-O-R. Yeah. That sounds right. And it's actually, it's a crow. The tradition is you get on your roof and you ask a crow to take your tooth and give you a steel one. A steel one? Yeah, you ask a crow for that. But that's what the Ciara is. It's like, it's a crow. Um, it, if you get a steel tooth, are you supposed to put it back in your mouth? I'm, in I your mean, tooth hole? In, in, in theory, I think it's supposed to translate to like, I want a strong tooth. What I found uh, is like, everybody has this weird obsession with, I need strong teeth. Well, that's a big thing, right? Because it, your like dental health has a huge impact on your overall health. That's why people died so much earlier before, mm-hmm. before dental hygiene, right? Right, right. Do you know why our baby teeth fall out? 
No, I don't. Um, do you know why we have baby teeth at all? No, I never even thought about it. Okay, so while you're growing up, that the baby teeth are placeholders. They keep the space in there so that as your bigger teeth are growing, they will have space to fit when they come back down. So if you get cavities or if you don't take care of your baby teeth, then what ends up happening is there's space that, that's not reserved enough for those big teeth. So when your teeth come out, there's not enough room. Oh. And you end up with like crazy crowded teeth or just really unhealthy gums. Is that why some people need to have... Like some teeth removed to make room. Right. Uh-huh. But that's part of it. They, they know yeah. you can't be everything. I had gnarly, gnarly teeth. I think I had the worst looking teeth of anyone I've ever met in my life. You have I, beautiful teeth now. Yeah, but I got my braces on when I was an adult. I, I didn't have my braces off until I was 21 years old. So I remember that. But that's a thing. So maybe my parents didn't brush my teeth when I was a baby. <laughs> Thanks, mom. That's your responsibility, Joey. Ever since you've been <laughs> sleeping with Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time for Joey's teeth. Yeah, there's no time for my teeth. She's too busy licking Kevin's teeth to brush your teeth. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, Matt's going to listen to this. I'm sorry, Matt. (laughs) That's my brother. I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, Similar to that, we have Romania, Albania, and Greece. Um, In Greece, you just you don't have to get on the roof. You can just throw your teeth on top of the roof. In Lithuania, (laughs) Lithuania is the stove. You throw your your teeth behind the stove and make necklaces. I love the idea of just throwing a sack of teeth on the roof. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, I think you lose one tooth at a time, right? I'm going to collect them all though. Just throw a bucket up there. That crow's gonna love you. Yeah. Let's. You mind if I just? I'll just. I'll, I'll just sort of like spit spitting out a bunch of countries. If that's yeah, okay. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to hear some uh, some variety. What do you got? So we are in uh, Madrid, Spain, and we're gonna be talking about El Ratoncito Perez. Okay. So <laughs> um, the original version of this, the first iteration of this character, came about in 1877. It's it's a little rat. Okay. Okay. A little rat uh, uh-huh. by a man named Fernan Caballero. The first iteration of this rat was called uh, Raton Perez. Okay. Mm-hmm. This mouse. Married another mouse that's kind of famous, uh, whose name is La Ratita Presuminda. Uh, oh, means vain she, little... sounds, she sounds pretty. Yeah. Well, she's very, she's very vain, so be careful. Oh, yeah. um, but she does have a lot of gentleman suitors. So, <laughs> in a different story. So maybe there's still are chance. The, are the gentleman suitors also mice or are they humans? Well, she marries a cat in that story. So, oh, huh. It goes, it goes against what you think, you know? You, love is love. Love is know? love, yeah. 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 So, this, this, uh, the first story, the first iteration of Raton Perez was an inspiration for the main character. So this is like, as much as we think that Tooth Fairy in like, uh, you know, in, in America is a little fairy mm-hmm. in a lot of countries that speak Spanish. So we have like Spain, we have Mexico, Peru, Chile. We have a variation of a character that is known as El Ratoncito Perez and El Raton de los Dientes. Ooh. In this this other character, uh, there's a man whose name is Luis Coloma and he was inspired by that first story by Fernan Caballero to create El Ratancito Perez and this story was commissioned for um, King Alfonso VIII who was a, a little boy who was 8 years old and he lost his teeth but his, his is that the King of Spain? Uh, King of Spain correct but he was a little boy because his dad passed away when he was 7 years old Aww. his mom uh, whose name was Queen Maria Cristina contracted a guy uh, Luis Coloma to to write a story about uh, a cunning little rat that tricks cats just to kind of cheer him up I guess just probably because she could you know um, he lost a tooth she didn't know what to do about it she hired a guy to write a story he was inspired by another story and it became that's a good mom yeah it's a really good mom she got this story written and uh, that became the 1897 I believe for 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 Madrid and like it's well received he has his own plaque um, and it was all because 
the queen wanted to appease her 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 young king son, King Booby, <laughs> which is what she called him. Yeah, so King Booby, that's a terrible name. That's the worst name you could have as a king. Well, right? I mean, like Booby, like I call I call like Bluto Bubby. I mean, it's sweet yeah. and it's cute, yeah. but man, if you're the king, who's going to respect your authority if your name is King Booby? Well, also, an eight year old boy. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but it, he didn't become like the real, real king until he was 16 years old. So, so in that story, the tooth fairy is a little rat, huh? Mm-hmm. I would say like half of everybody believes that the tooth fairy is a rat. The Philippines, they have an un, unnamed mouse huh. that they believe in. Uh, again, Mex- Mexico, Peru, and Chile, they have El Raton de los Dientes, who is not exactly the same character, but comes from the same idea. There, uh, Italy's a good example. Italy, they have two. Really? Mm-hmm. They have uh, Fatina de Denti. Uh, and that is like kind of a fairy. And then the Topolino de Denti. And, uh, one, and the other one is a, a mouse friend who's kind of like, kind of like the partner, kind of like the sidekick to the fairy. So they come together? Yeah, they come together, They're, yeah. And some believe okay. in just, and Topolino is also the name of their Mickey Mouse that they have there. Oh, really? Yeah, so huh. it's a, a, a fairy and a rat that work together. That's neat. Yeah. Um, let's see. In France, they have Les Petites Soirées, uh, which is just the normal, normal fairy. Uh, in Portugal, they have uh, a, a proverb that they follow, which is antes dentes que parentes, which means it's better to lose <laughs> teeth than lose relatives. And, oh, geez. and the, the belief there is if you if you lose teeth, you are more likely to have a new relative. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. So if you knock out your teeth, maybe you'll get some some more cousins. Yeah, get some cousins in there. It's worth a shot. Canada believes just like we, we do, but they also have a quarter that has a tooth fairy on it. <laughs> they have a oh really? Yeah, they have a quarter with a tooth fairy. Man. Yeah, and they they try to they try to sell it as like one of those fun packages to like parents of newborns. Oh, so when your kid. Loses a tooth, they get a quarter that has the tooth fairy on oh, it under the pillow. That's fantastic. I didn't even think of yeah, it that way. You're that's smart. That's very nice. You're good. You're good at this. You should go to Canada. <laughs> I should. <laughs> uh, Iceland, they have Tone Aventary, and that's just a normal tooth fairy. Uh, United Kingdom, uh, it used to be a white fairy rat, uh, and the tradition was that you would burn your teeth for good fortune. But oh, jeez. It seems Do that... teeth burn? I don't even think teeth will burn because they're bone, don't, right? Don't tell them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're for letdown. In fact, I think that that's how they. Once there's like a crime, isn't that the the? Yeah, because the the teeth and the bones don't usually. Yeah, burn. and you can use the teeth yeah. to figure out who the person is. Yeah, so I've been trying to burn my teeth for years. Yeah. Can't do stop, it. Stop, stop doing it. Put that lighter down. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if the, they still believe that it's the white fairy rat or if it's just a fairy, fairy rat's fun. Yeah. So you think it's a rat with like fairy fairy wings? Yeah, exactly. Um, I like that. In Austria, they have the Zanfi, uh, and the tradition is that you um, make your teeth into a keyring and then you throw them out under the house. Uh, what? Because otherwise, the witches <laughs> will find it and then they can curse your kids. Oh shit! Yeah, so you you make your kids' teeth into a keyring and throw them under your house. Um, so if a witch gets a hold of your teeth, they can curse you with it, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Makes sense though, right? Like. When you're making a witch's brew, you like ask yeah, you for probably like, need oh, a, a kid's tooth, kids yeah. tooth, like a tail of a rat, a, a tail of rat, a wart, a, I have a newt, and and a kid's tooth. Yeah, so yeah, oh. uh, we do. We should, we gotta get some kids' teeth. Um, that's that's actually what I was kind of hoping for here. Yeah. At the very end, this is actually drive week. So if anyone who's out there is sponsoring <laughs> us, we don't need any money. We're fine in that department. We actually I just bought enough money for our Kevin fee. So we just need some kid teeth. <laughs> we need kid teeth, right, and, and we're not gonna curse your kids. We're just gonna. We're sell no. them to witches i mean yeah yeah for more for more money because <laughs> I, I just need more money 
I don't want your money. I want to be able to afford two Kevins if I can. I want dirty witch money. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's that, that's the only kind of money you can spend at the at the witch orgy, right? <laughs> it's true. Walpurgis night. Yeah, it's kind of like it's uh, Chuck E. Cheese bucks or whatever. No, they're tokens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. tokens, yeah. At Chuck E. Cheese, you can turn them in for, for a poster of Hanson. Yep. <laughs> at the witch orgy, you can turn in for two- witch bucks or... <laughs> For for a poster. for a ride on a broomstick. Oh, that's good. I like that. Let's go play some Quidditch. Yeah, you can also get a handsome poster there. Yeah. Too, okay. Though. Well, that's what I was looking for. They probably hang up the posters <laughs> really high, so you have to go get them. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the tradition. It's like it's like uh-huh. upside down pinata. Yeah. Uh, Journey Switzerland. They also have the Zonfi, uh, but they celebrate on August twenty second. Uh, and you get a, a bit of gold or coin, and sometimes you get to keep your tooth. Bit of gold, yeah. I think Holy that, shit! That's probably more of a traditional, like old school, you know. Yeah, uh, and see. you get to keep your tooth still, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, that's a great deal. Sometimes, yeah. In Finland, uh, you you still have the ten, you have a tan fee. I was talking about 13th century Scandinavian stuff, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and that's where tan fee comes from because they would call it the tan fee or the tooth fee. Um, so in Finland, they have the Tandfi, which is also the name. That's the name of the tooth fairy. But she also has a bad friend. Oh. Whose name is, yeah, whose name is, uh, Hamaspeko. And it's kind of like a, like a, like a cavity creep from the old Crest commercials. It's like a, oh, dang. it's like a muscly, like, not, I guess it's not a muscle. Cavity creeps are muscly, but uh, this one's like a, it's like a gross blob man who comes and tries to drill into your teeth and hurt you. Oh, shit. Um, if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't, brush your teeth and you get cavities huh yeah so it's not the it's not the not brushing your teeth that gives you the cavities it's the what's his name ham ham man ham but he's attracted to the to teeth that are have cavities on them so oh a lot of this is like kind of like weird bullshit incentives to get your kids to do stuff so yeah um but doesn't sound like bullshit to me yeah <laughs> i mean look at me. i've never brushed my teeth once in my life i'm i'm fine <laughs> oh no maybe it was that's what guy who haunted me in the beginning yeah maybe it's ham man oh man ham <laughs> He almost spanked me for sure. He's coming for his teeth. And that also makes sense because he was going after my dog because my dog had to get a tooth pulled. Yeah. He wants that tooth. My life. Or it could be that could have been a, you know, like a witch's specter. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Maybe a witch's servant sent to go collect your teeth. I want to know where the rock was Mm -hmm. to protect me. That's what I, that's a question I ask a lot. Where the hell is the rock? Yeah. Well, when the cavity creeps do come and their muscly bodies show up, I better have the rock here to help me with his <laughs> with his shrinking paste and, and amnesia dust that Billy Crystal gave him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Norway, uh, Ireland, Sweden, they all have the tan fee as well. That's all the Viking stuff. Uh, the tradition is you put your tooth in a glass of water and you leave it there overnight. And when you wake up, there's just coins in your glass. Hmm. Um, in Estonia, you have the... Habal Haljas, which is just the name for the fairy. Ukraine. Ukraine's cool because you just find a dark corner and you whisper a request to no one, to like a mysterious stranger for a new tooth, and you put your tooth in a tissue and leave it there. Whoa. Yeah. Which makes sense. Like, I was thinking that's that's not going to work, but uh, I was thinking of that as, as an adult. But if you're a kid, you just leave your tissue there. If you're a kid, you, it works. Yeah you, yeah. yeah, you leave it there and then your parents come and swoop it up. So Belarus, uh, children put their teeth in mouse holes, hoping that the mouse will give them a stronger tooth as a replacement. But if you do it on Christmas, the mouse dies. Holy shit. So sad. Why would that be a rule? I know, dude. That's so way to ruin a kid's Christmas. That's wild. Belarus, get out of town. (laughs) 
Um, uh, let's see here. We got uh, India, China, Japan, Korea, Vietnam. You throw it on the roof and then you shout up the sky asking for a mouse's tooth. <laughs> Japan, you lose oh, your bottom man. tooth, you throw it straight up. It's shouting at the sky for a mouse's tooth. <laughs> Where's my mouse's tooth? <laughs> Give my damn mouse's tooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Japan, if you lose your bottom tooth, you throw it straight up. Likewise, if it's uh, you lose your top tooth, you put it straight down. Um, cool. And um, you have Iran, Iran, uh, Jordan, Egypt, Sudan. Uh, you throw your teeth at the sun or Allah as a, like a pre-Islamic offering for the thir- 13th century. Um, let's see. I think that might be that might be all the countries that in the, are in the world. That's a lot of countries. But yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of it. <laughs> uh, so great. the 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 end part of the story, I don't really know. It seems 13th century something or other. Uh, I think it came from those grandma's <laughs> tales. That's yeah, that's it, it. Came from some grandma's tales. So, yeah. Just someone's grandma invented these. Very. I mean, that's that's reasonable enough to me, honestly. I believe yeah. it. Of all those, which is your favorite? Which uh, which tooth tradition would you want? Oh gosh, um, I like the one that has the. The, the fairy and the mouse friend, the Italy one. Yeah, that's good because you got both. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. But Or you could go to the UK and you have both of them combined into one. Yeah, that's you true. You have a mouse, a mouse fairy. Mouse, I guess that's probably cooler, right? Having a little white mouse fairy. Yeah. Um, although... I also like any of them that requires me to like yell into the sky yeah. or just in general. Uh, or th- You know, you can do it anyway, right? Well, not without a reason. I don't want to look. I don't want to look like a crazy person. Hey, you know you're you're amongst friends here. That's true. Let me give it a shot. Hey, oh, God. hey, God. No, I'm doing I'm it. Not, not. Nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want to happen? I thought a tooth would fall down or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still a little shady on the rules of this. Yeah, uh, I mean, this tradition. Honestly, it seems like there's no rules. There's you can do whatever the hell you want. Throw things. You yell, no rules, just right. Burn this things. Is some real yeah, outback shit for huh? sure. Uh, other traditions, though, you involve you, some people throw it between their legs. Some people put your tooth in a tree. Uh, there's another tradition. Just throw it at some people. Just throw it at their dick. <laughs> and it clogs up the hole. Um, so uh, this is the last one. This is my favorite one, probably. Um, that someone from your family is supposed to swallow it, which can include you or your dog. Holy shit. Oh, your dog. Yeah. So if you want your dog. I like that's that's harsh, though. Having to swallow a tooth is pretty rough. A baby tooth is pretty little. I guess so. But I also like that that includes the dog in your family. I think that's a good uh, a good yeah. a good standard to set. Yeah. And so especially mm-hmm. because I don't know exactly which country that is. That's just a tradition I read about. Hmm. It makes me feel like everybody loves dogs. Yeah. That's kind of all I have. Uh, do you want to ask me any questions about dental care or anything? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Yeah. Um, how many teeth should I have? 32. 32? I believe. Yeah, that's how many I got. Oh, perfect. Um, I don't have that many. Did you lose some teeth? I'm missing eight teeth. Holy crap. That's Uh, a lot of teeth, man. uh, Um, well, remember how I told you I had really crowded teeth? My dentist, uh, one day I went to my, I went to get some, some dental care. Uh, I want to say 20 years ago at this point. And she said to me, your teeth are so hard to look at. No one's ever going to take you seriously <laughs> as an adult. This is true. No one's ever going to love the, that, this that is, smile. This is a true story. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, she's like, the problem is that your mouth is unusually small. And then she started laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, was turned, she joking? No, she was just harsh. She's from the she East Coast, really so funny. she just thought it was funny, and I was like, "Come on, dude! I'm like 12 years old. Be nice." I didn't sweat it too much, but then my mom, my mom, mommy beard her. She got really angry yeah. and yelled at the lady. 
Um, do you have a tiny mouth? You think I do? I actually have. Yeah. I have a smaller mouth than the average mouth. Is it hard for you to eat, uh, like you know, foot long hot dogs? I gotta cut my grapes in half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, um, that's why my voice is so quiet all the time. There's not enough room in there for. There's not room for it to get out, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what? What do you think it's like to kiss you? Oh, uh, never happened. I don't think I never even <laughs> thought of it. Yeah. Someday, man. Should have had a kiss by now, you think? No. 32? Not necessarily. It's not a race, right? Yeah, it's not a race. Yeah. Yep. It's all about uh, quantity, not quality. <laughs> well, I haven't had any. <laughs> well, I mean, the other way, the other way. Oh, okay. Quantity, well, that, you know, when I get my first, it's going to be wet and wild. <laughs> man, there's going to be like tongues uh, touching tongues, tongues and nostrils, everything. <laughs> Eyes being poked. Yuck. I do have another tooth question for you yeah. since you seem like you're maybe kind of an expert. Oh, yeah. I've been using my teeth to chew a lot, but I'm looking for maybe something else I can do with them. Oh. Do you have any suggestions? Yeah. Okay. So, you see between the teeth how there's a little gap? Yeah. Uh, you can hang a piece of floss from that gap, <laughs> tie a knot, hang it down, put a Christmas ornament on it. Hey, or, that's nice. It's decorative or, and nice. Are, are, you, wait, are you an adult? You over 18? Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me, let me be, be extra real with you. Okay. Give it to me straight. You can also hang a mistletoe. And then oh. you can get a wet and wild kiss. Now we're talking. I'll tell you what, what, what kind, man. Tongues touching tons, tongues inside nostrils, <laughs> eyes being poked, hair being pulled. Yeah, yeah. that's my jam. Into yeah. it. So, you yeah. know, so, so anyway, thanks for listening. Um, I hope that you learned something. Um, I, I got one last question for oh, you. Please. Um, do you have any nicknames that I could call my teeth? Oh, yeah. Uh, shiny soldiers. Uh, you got your, <laughs> your crystalline. <laughs> Charisma, charismas. Uh, you got your, uh, your pearly boys. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you got your. Um, I got uh, my little onions. Your little onions. Your white knights. Uh, you got your <laughs> your corn ki- kindness corns. You got your. You, you got your pleasant pieces. Yeah, you know what a smilodon is? Mm-hmm. No, is that real? It's a dinosaur. You're, but you know what? You're a dinosaur of a man with a charming smile like that. So you're smiling on. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Will this help? It was good. I learned it. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Your uh, pristine Pete's is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Raj. Thanks, Joe. This is great. All right. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.